0: hello this is matt slick from the matt slick live podcast where i defend the christian faith and
1: lay out our foundations of the truth of god's word your chosen truth network podcast is starting in just a few seconds enjoy it share it but most of all thank you for listening
0: and for choosing the truth podcast network
2: this is the truth network
0: Welcome to the Masculine Journey. We are very glad to have you with us today. And, and like I say often, I say that every week, but we are very grateful for our listeners out there and, and how much that you help us celebrate what we're able to do each week. And and so we're just very grateful that uh, you join in and listen either on the radio or via podcast. And thank you for doing that. And you can always reach out to us you know, through our uh, Facebook page, through uh, our website. There's emails there that you can reach out to us on. So if you have any questions, any ideas for clips, any ideas for topics you'd like for us to talk Our about? Our daily devotion. <laughs> Andy's going to start writing, I think. Obviously, God's laid that on your heart, Andy. <laughs> That's a reference to a faux pas, a slip-up I made a couple weeks ago. When I, I, could, I couldn't
4: help it. When I, when I said,
0: check out the website for the daily devotional that we don't have on there. Well, we do. It's just like three years old.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So,
0: anyway. Classic Andy. Classic <laughs> Andy. Classic Andy. Now, we'll go ahead and throw it to you, Andy today so you,
4: It's actually it's your topic. Okay, I went to the body punch, and Sam just yeah, <laughs> put a haymaker right. back at me.: That's right, no.
0: It's actually your topic this week that we're talking about. So will you help us talk about this topic of celebration and how it kind of came up for you?
4: Sure. Um, so you know we we're connected with the wild art ministries, be referred to Ransom Heart. Uh, it's based on the Wild Art Heart book boot camps, and we listen to. I think most of us listen to the podcast quite regularly, and then they just recently started doing something for people that have been to their boot camps or involved in the ministries, and basically they were going through how are you taking care of your heart during this crisis we're in, and they've been on that theme for some time because, you know, these we're in unprecedented times, but they as they talked to us as leaders, they said. How are you handling your heart? And in doing so, instead of, you know, you've heard on this ministry before, we're really focused on letting Jesus do what he wants to to heal us. The whole Isaiah 61, he came to heal the brokenhearted. And we don't feel like it's just a one and done kind of thing. It's a process and it's continual, it's iterative. You continually do work with it.
3: But anyway. Oh, that's a cool word. Internet, you yeah, like that? Yeah. yeah
4: I, I studied I, up on that.
3: I'm glad you went week. on to
0: explain it because I would have had to look <laughs> it up at the break.
4: It means that it's continual. Okay. It's kind of thing we do in like IT. You are constantly improving. So um, so with that said, they, their point was, and it, I hadn't heard them ever talk about it really. I'm sure they have. But they said, you know, guys, you really need to celebrate where God's brought you. Because everybody Mm -hmm. involved in that ministry and involved in, you know, as it outreaches throughout the United States and the world, people are greatly affected. It's just really discipleship, but it's helping men focus on their hearts. Not to get into that too much, but you got to take time to celebrate the successes that you have, the growth, you know, the sins or the failures or the disconnection from God that I felt for years it's it's such a blessing to be able to realize that, you know, I don't have that he has brought me through. At a, I'm in a better place, and I need to celebrate. I don't just mean, need to move on to the next thing to become a better man or you know a better disciple. I need to stop right here and just celebrate with God and uh, uh, the accomplishment. So.
0: Well, obviously, celebrations are important, right? Because it was yep. a big part of the Old Testament was they would take time to have celebrations and festivals and things and. And so God knew how important the celebration was to our hearts, right? And that's what John was reminding us, to take time, you know, don't look for that next item on the to-do list, as you're saying, Andy, but, you know, to put the next check mark on what I need to work on for healing or or sin management next, you know, what (laughs) what do I have to go next? Right. Yes, we have to do that, but take time to say, wow, God, you've done some amazing stuff. Let's celebrate that for a season. Yeah, absolutely. Even a short season. So Robbie, we want to go ahead and play your clip, you know. And this is a unique clip. We have not really used anything like this on the show before. Uh, no, we hadn't. It's, my it's son not a TV is, show. It's not
4: a.
5: No,
0: I mean, it's
3: not. It's yeah. it has to do with the LA, the you know NBA finals that are the Western Conference Finals right now. My son is a huge Laker fan, so I, you know, I like to keep up with what's mm-hmm. going on because it's important to my son's heart. And honestly, I've never been much of a LeBron James fan, you know. However, when I saw this interview, I was like, oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. You know, he hit some really deep stuff here that I thought was really beyond cool on this topic Mm -hmm. Uh, because this happened, actually, this interview happened Sunday night after his teammate had made this phenomenal, uh, Anthony Davis, they call him AD in this Mm -hmm. clip. You're going to hear him refer to as AD. AD is Anthony Davis hit a buzzer beating, you know, right at the end of the game three-point shot they're down by two and they win the game with this just phenomenal shot however what you don't know is LeBron has not played well in the the fourth quarter of this game and a lot of people are knocking him about that and here he has a chance to celebrate his community when they're kind of accusing him of like you know isn't that supposed to be you
5: yeah right Uh, did you see my reaction so I'll smile. Nah, did you see my reaction after you made it? I, I'm. Uh, I didn't get to see everything. You didn't get to see it? I watched on TV. I was on TV. So, uh, I tried to chase him down, just like every last one of the teammates and staff that we had out there. A special moment for a special player. Happy to be a part of it. What does it take to take on the pressure? First of all, want a shot like that to take it to make it. Well, it's not about making a shot. It's about having a belief of just taking it for one and living with the result. I, I, I think right back, you know, to our game right before. Uh, COVID hit, um, we played Brooklyn at home, and he had a similar shot right there on that left wing, right in front of their bench for us to win the game, and he missed it. And uh, he was down on himself, but at the end of the day, I told him, I said, listen, man, if you open, it's just the the confidence to take the shot. You're not going to make them all, but uh, the belief that just take it in the, in the, in, and and live with the results is what it's all about. And And, you know, tonight was, you know, his moment. Tonight was his moment to just you know, find a space, you know, hunt the ball down, you know, and our top 10 and says one of our top 10 and says leaders in Rondo was able to find him and he knocked it down. Big time, big time play. It's always been about the man in the arena, you know, the quote from Theodore Roosevelt, you know, it's about the guy that's in the arena, you know, that's gone through everything, the blood, the sweat, the tears, you know, and in our situation, the competition, but it's about the, the work that you put in and the belief in yourself. It's not about the, the doubters or the naysayers or the people who going to talk about you and try to slander you and put you down and bring you down every single day it's not about them because they've never been in the arena they don't understand so ad he know how special he is And when he don't i'll be the first one to tell him how special he is um, that's what it's all about but you know you put that pressure on yourself when you don't really care about what other people think because what other people think don't it doesn't really matter because they don't understand Anybody can talk from outside, but if they got into the ring, or they got into the arena, ten times out of ten, they (laughs) sh pants. Had to throw that little bit in there at the end. Yeah, yeah.
3: But that that the more I listen to the clip, the more I like it. That, of course, what he's talking about is a basketball game, and and I understand that's definitely important to my son's heart and a lot of people. But in life, this is huge. This is so huge that to be part of a band of brothers that actually does stand up and and give a talk and ask God to come in and do something and a lot of these guys, you know, Sam, they've never done, they've never spoken public. And they're not only speaking in public. You know, they are being completely transparent about their sin. Yeah. And and, and going deep into where that was and and how God bailed them out of that sin and, and the point th- that I'm thinking is that like oh my goodness they stepped into the arena originally with Jesus to even take on the sin mm-hmm. to even say I, yeah I need to go do something about this problem I have yeah I know I'm going to heaven but I have other things that are obviously messing with my family they're messing with my world they're messing with my workplace and Jesus you know I know you want better for me and so am I gonna step into that arena, either get some counseling or you and the Holy Spirit, whatever that looks like, and 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 then, right? You've seen this, Sam. How many times when a guy steps off that stage is he beating himself up like
0: crazy? Uh, pretty much most times, yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> because Satan has come at him with a brick bat, mm-hmm. right? And and I think about what LeBron said there that, you know. I don't want Andy to forget he's special. You know, I'm going to remind him that 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 was just off-the-hook special or Big Jim. You you know, all Darren, all of us. Mm -hmm. Um, But also the invitation is to each person is to go there, to step into the arena, let Jesus take you where he's been dying to take you. But it takes courage, and it's painful. I'm not saying it's not.
0: Yeah, I think that there's lots of ways that you can look at it. And risk always seems worse than what it is most of the time. You know, I know for the longest time, when I was a young Christian, I would make the statement, I don't like to pray for God's will in my life because I don't want to go to Africa. (laughs) Right. That was my, that was my whole thing. I know as soon as I pray, God, you know, your will make your will happen. I'm going to be in Africa somewhere and I don't want to go. Right. And it's not like that. Right. I mean, God does send some people to Africa, but it wasn't me. And, uh, but, you know, I think that's that whole risk component. But I'm also reminded of some of the stuff that I see, you know, I don't like a lot of the things I see on Facebook. Well, once in a while you see some quotes that are really cool, mm-hmm. and, and you'll see a quote that's along the lines of, you know, as you get towards the end of life, you, you look at the risk you didn't take, and they, they outweigh and bother you more than the ones you did, mm-hmm. right? You know, it's because you get to the end and you say, wow, if I should have taken more risks oh. here because I wanted to live too safe. You know, and I think that's what happens is we want to feel in our comfort zone. We want to stay safe, whether it's going back into woundedness or it's going into a place of calling or anything like that. It just feels so risky. You know, and I know it's going to be painful. Going into a wounded area is going to be painful. But the good thing is you don't stay there. You come out victorious on the other side of it.
4: Yeah, and the bad thing is if you don't risk, you're likely not going to be able to celebrate a whole lot, right?
0: No risk, no reward. Yeah, right.
4: And right. so, yeah, no, no. What is it? No risk, at no biscuit. No. <laughs>
3: exactly. At the last boot camp, Jim Buricki, who's not, unfortunately not with here here with us tonight, but you know, he took a huge risk yeah. as he came into the group and he said, "I'm going to break an agreement right here that you know I let some people get in my head or Satan get in my head and believe that I couldn't mm-hmm. play the guitar in worship. and worship, and so I'm going to worship with all you guys sitting here." And he brings out this guitar, and we're all looking at each other like, this might not be
4: good. (laughs) (laughs) What have we got ourselves into?
3: Because somebody starts off by saying, you know, I don't think I'm any good, but, you know, (laughs) it's – but, oh, my goodness. Could we celebrate the fact that he broke an agreement? And quite honestly, I was sitting there going, oh, my gosh, I have that exact same thing in my life that I need to work through. And we got a lot more coming up on that.
0: Yeah, we'll continue into that. But also, go to masculinejourney.org to register for the upcoming boot camp November 12th through 15th, masculinejourney.org.
4: Rodney here with another great product from MyPillow. It's the new mattress topper. Get a MyPillow mattress topper and get some of the best sleep of your life. It comes with a 10-year warranty and a cover that's washable and dryable. It's made in the USA and backed with Mike Lindell's 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, save 30% use promo code TRUTH, or call 800-944-5396. And when you do, Mike gives you two standard MyPillows free. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TRUTH, or call 800-944-5396.
1: Hi, I'm Danny Marsh with Masculine Journey Radio. Like Gary, I found real solutions at boot camp.
4: I didn't grow up in church, so I always felt my spiritual growth is coming later on in life. So I knew that I had to get here. And I guess what surprised me most is it's not a suit-and-tie kind of environment that I expected. It's real guys, real problems, looking for real godly solutions.
1: Go register now at MasculineJourney.org for the upcoming boot camp, November 12th through the 15th. I'll see you there.
3: Hey, this is Rodney from the Masculine Journey Radio. At the last boot camp, I actually had a chance to respond to the warfare talk. Now, here's what Sebastian learned about the true reality of spiritual warfare.
0: The true reality of spiritual warfare, that there really is an enemy. It's not just me and God, but in reality, it's me when I get up in the morning, me when I go to work, on my drive, you know, my daily life. God has something for you at the next boot camp.
3: Come register now at masculinejourney.org. Coming November the 12th through the 15th. There's a party
2: going on right here. A celebration the last throughout the years. we going to celebrate your party with you. Come on now. So
0: it's just more good, happy music. Yes, celebrate. I am yeah. there.
2: Harold. And you were talking about the not taking risk. Yeah. I'm going to refer you to a John Prine song called Safety Joe. You ought okay. to, to try to play it off YouTube. Okay, I'll do Safety that. Safety Joe by John Prine.
0: Yeah, we'll do that. We uh <clears throat> we were talking about this topic of celebrate and and Andy came up with a bump in which was uh, cool in the gang from the 90s I believe that was yeah
4: yeah it linked well with word up from last week <laughs> yeah it did it did
0: <laughs> and so we got a we had another one that Jim wanted us to play which was three yeah. dog night celebrate celebrate dancing yeah. music right the, the name celebrate but the whole topic is to celebrate these things as things that Jesus has done in your life and when we left Robbie was telling about uh, Jim Barecki taking a risk, going through into his woundedness, right, with Jesus in front of a group of people that he really, I believe, cares about Mm -hmm. what they think. (laughs) I would hope that he cares about what we think. Uh, It it can't seem more risky than that. But as a result of that, you're impacted deeply, and it changes what you do, and now you're on a 12-string, nine-finger adventure (laughs) with with Jesus.
4: (laughs) <laughs> yeah and if you if you cut out if this show cuts out any robbie's bringing interference in with his uh left <laughs> pinky <laughs> so yes I,
3: I there's there's a lot they just said that's a mouthful that yeah. you know i had made the same agreement you know i used to play the guitar at wedding in at my parents weddings and as they and my brothers and sisters and i would love to play the guitar but then i Fell victim to some people saying I didn't play well, and so I for thirty years didn't play. And, and as I listened to Jim, I was like, "Man, I need to break that agreement. That would be good." So I, I pulled out my guitar and I started to play classical gas, which is a really difficult piece. But I play classical guitar, and so it was really different. And boy, I just went headstrong into it. I'm, I'm like, "I'm going to play this at boot camp. I, I'm going to I'm going to get this down like I've never played it in my life." And I, I've started so I'm playing hours and hours and hours a day. Well, you know, the attack comes. So yesterday, last night, you know, we're not talking something that happened a little while ago. Last night, I decided to trim the bushes. And as I'm trimming the bushes and failing to use the directions of using both hands on the trimmer at all times, I decided to take one hand off and kind of make sure that the other one was just straight and at what time it attacked my little finger. And almost, you know, it was was bad, it was bad. And I could see that Satan was going to see, because if you ever watch somebody play classical gas, a little finger is absolutely, you know, one of the most critical fingers in the, so it is nine strings now on a 12 string guitar. And, and, and I asked Jesus to catch my heart because I'd put so much time into this and and all my thoughts of what this was going to be like to play this at boot camp. And now he said, Robbie, it's me and, you know, this is going to be a new kind of adventure. You're going to have to relearn this song that you've learned as a kid, you know, and, and you're going to have to relearn the way you do it because you can't use your little finger anymore. And so I'm kind of excited about the adventure when I'm really honest about it. And like Stu told me this morning, because everybody's talking about the way I'm holding my little finger in this um, cast. Yeah, okay. Cast thing that I have, Stu says. Well, you're pointing people to Jesus, so
0: if you see my little finger in the
3: in the thing, you know it's just straight up. And here we are.
0: And, and like guys do, we've we we prayed for him and said, "Oh, that's so bad." And then we've just been hammering him. Like Robbie, you got a question? Robbie, you got a question? You know, yes, Robbie. What do you have? You know, the whole rest of the time, like like guys do. But you know, that's part what you just said there, though, Robbie. You got the woundedness. You're entering into some healing. The enemy doesn't like it, so he rears his ugly head at that, right? Right. Right, and somehow convinces you to use one hand <laughs> on a <it> two-handed <laughs> implement. And, but, no, it, but yet you're not letting that rob the joy of the adventure and the promise of healing, right? You're not letting that set you back, and that's part of that celebration is believing in the promise of what Jesus is going to do, right? And has been doing. Because oh, you have yeah. been getting healing.
3: Oh, I've it's been wonderful,
0: and you know what? A, what an
3: experience! I'm so grateful because if Jim hadn't, you know, mm. jumped in and taken the risk that he'd taken, and 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 there we go. So you know, celebration, I, Andy, it's just huge. I'm really, really glad you, you brought the topic.
4: Yeah, I mean, when we were when we were listening to John say this, I mean, it, it kind of hit me. It was like I really hadn't thought about it that much that. We don't do that. Now, I know that I have celebrated and we have glorified God in this community. We have. But there is something about the enemy will take and point you to all the crap that you don't do and, for, and and get you to forget. Sam, you said it earlier. We forget the good things that God does and the progress that we've made. You know, we don't do that to our children. I mean, I was telling you guys earlier, and I was going to save this, but I, just, I feel like it's the right time, is just... You think about the best celebration story in the Bible. To me, is the prodigal father. I'm going to call it the prodigal father because he was the one that took the action more more so. Um, I mean, it's the prodigal son, but you know, when that takes place, the son has walked away. He realizes he's in bad shape, and he goes back to the father. And they do. It, but I don't. I always say the fatted calf. But you, Robin, mean, you were saying the staff and the ring. He restores him fully. And I was thinking about that. I was like, we think about that as a one and done. Okay, he's saved. Now he's good. Move on. That kid probably still had a bunch of junk in his life that had to be, you know, he had to go through progressively to, to you know, deal with the wounds and stuff that he did, had guilt from when he walked away, all that stuff. And that's the same thing that we have to do. And I have to think that, you know, we celebrate, um, you know, we have, we celebrate, we want to celebrate those things every, I, Every time that they come along Every victory I have to think That in heaven There's a party going on I mean that's essentially What it's saying in that That really It talks about There's celebration in heaven When one sinner repents But you know As we progressively mature And, and get those things Out of our life And become more like him we're The celebration is, isn't just here I think it's there as well In heaven so.
0: I think one of the things That you said Andy Was we're good at I think, as a team, for lack of a better term, corporate celebration, we're not really good at individual celebration as much as we need to be. And I think that's what John's challenge was, was celebrate personally with Jesus the things that's happened. You know, Harold, you had something you want
2: to say? I was going to say that one of the celebrations that comes to my mind is the Lord's Supper, that when we celebrate communion, that... uh, And I hadn't previously thought of it as a celebration, but that's really and truly what it is. The fact that Christ came, lived, died, lived again, lives now, promising that we'll live with him. Wow, what a time for celebration.
3: Yeah, I actually had really studied that based on the term. You know me, I was going to go into I'm (laughs) not going to go into all that for you. But I will say this, that every feast, is a celebration and and that the Lord's Supper is a feast and, and it, you know that's part of the deal mm-hmm. and, and when you think about those <clears throat> times where you mm-hmm. are breaking bread with Jesus I mean here you go yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in a way you're breaking Jesus I mean that's kind of what's going on
0: I think what Andy you're referring to we talked a little bit of before the show the things that kind of get in our way of celebrating I don't think it's a conscious choice a lot of times say i don't want to celebrate i think there's mm-hmm. some level of the fact you want to make sure that you know the healing stuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for lack of a better term that yeah. i'm not going to screw up again i'll yeah, exactly. you know, be back where i was and so don't want to celebrate too much yeah. and then eat, eat pro. <laughs> yeah. uh, but you know i think there's that element yeah. of it but i think it, it's more along the lines is how forgetful we are yeah you know i've talked about on the show many times you know i tell people you you should probably you should journal which i don't ever do <laughs> Right. And Robbie's good at doing that, but that journal keeps you from getting, from forgetting those things. Mm-hmm. Right. So you can go back and say, wow, I remember that. Mm-hmm. And the few times I have journaled, I remember, and I've told this story before, but I went to uh, Hanging Rock one time and I took my journal and I was going to be praying over something mm-hmm. that I needed some answers to. And I opened up my journal and I looked, and a few years before I'd been to Hanging Rock mm-hmm. oh, and I prayed about cool. the same thing. And he already gave me an answer, and I had it. I just <laughs> forgot it. You know, two years later, I just read it's it right. like, okay, I just walked a mile for nothing. You know, it's pretty yeah. new. But, you know, had I just opened up yeah. the, the journal, I would have said, okay, oh, yeah, God, you, you told yeah. me about that. Let's yeah. celebrate that. Let, yeah. let, let's go from there.
4: Well, you know, in the Old Testament, you know, he knew, God knew people would be forgetful. And he was constantly telling them, go build an altar, go build this uh, tabernacle, whatever, to as a reminder You know, I think back um, at me. I mean, I was just saying, well, what's something right now that I can celebrate? I used to wet my seat (laughs) or wet my pants in this seat, you know, behind the mic. And now it's just become much more natural. And it's just because, you know, you get – he grows you. He really does. I, LeBron I don't, said
3: that, 10 out of 10. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
4: that's yeah. right. It was very close, wasn't it? We, we yeah. called that,
0: call that the Andy chair. You don't that's want right. the Andy chair. Yeah. Yeah. For, for the after hours, <laughs> don't sit in the Andy chair. <laughs> the, the other thing I, I didn't want to say, though, I think we're, we're too much of a to-do list mentality, especially mm-hmm. as men. We want to get things done. And so mm. I'm not going to take time to celebrate that because i got nothing to go do. You know, mm-hmm. This last weekend, I spent a lot of time working on the outside of my home. Mm-hmm. Even to the point I put up a hummingbird feeder, I filled the Mm -hmm. bird feeder, Mm -hmm. I did some stuff, and then I realized yesterday, ever since then, I've sat with the curtains closed. (laughs) And it's like, what good is it to have? You know, it's it's like these little half curtains or whatever, right? But I need to fully open those up so I can celebrate Mm -hmm. and say, okay, this is kind of cool what I did. Even something that small, we're just so hesitant. I'm on to the next project. Yeah, yeah, You know, check that box. It's time to go do another one. And and God's like, no, take time to spend some time with me here in celebration. And I think because we don't celebrate, sometimes those things don't stick as well Mm -hmm. as they need to.
4: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Danny, you have something you want to add? I guess I do, right? (laughs) Yeah, Robbie, shove the microphone Celebrate, you got a mic in your face. You're right. We don't celebrate things like we should. And I have spent, since Andy sent the thing, thinking about tons of things that I haven't celebrated. And I was just, we were doing some stuff around the house this weekend, and my 13-year-old niece, when she was, I don't know if I have time to tell the story or not, but... When she was christened, I was going to a time in my life when I was trying to be ordained in the in the church we were going to, and I got a big packet of stuff, and and in big bold letters it basically said, "If you've ever been divorced, we don't want you." Mm-hmm. The way I read it, and it just crushed me. And I'm sitting on Sunday morning, sulking, and so, but in essence, what happened was the pastor called me up to do her christening. So she is my celebration sometimes. I see her a 13-year-old child and think, God said, no, you let me choose what you do. That's awesome. And
0: when we come back for the After Hours show, you can go download that at many different locations, Spotify, gosh, uh, iTunes, just about anywhere it carries the podcast, you can go get it there. We're going to continue to talk about this and go deeper. But in the meantime, go to masculinejourney.org, register for the upcoming boot camp, November 12th through 15th, God's got some amazing things He's going to do there for each of us and for each one of you. I know He wants you there. Just make time. Go ahead and make the plan and just go do it. www.masculinejourney.org
5: This is the Truth Network.